This is Obscure Music History, an investigative anthology of B-sides and rarities of unpopular music. I'm your host, Tom Hogan. This week, The Fart Earthquake by Monsterbait. Hi, I'm Mark Cook. I'm a producer. I've worked regularly with artists such as Mickey Hickson, Subtle Sam, The Actives, and of course, Monster Bait. The role of a producer is one that's often overlooked or undervalued or confused, at least from those who don't have the experience working with one. It's quite an important role, vital to the success of a band, and it also holds the ability to crush them. As often as I can, I try to be the former rather than the latter. I think success is a better outcome even though destroying a band is fun sometimes. When I worked with Monster Bait, I was torn. They're such an energetic band with a fantastic presence on stage. As the producer, you have the option of harnessing that live energy and transferring it into the studio. You want your audience to feel that energy. Or, if you'd rather, you can help make the music more stale, more pathetic. This is a dangerous tactic, but it can pay off. You know, if you've ever tried to get one of your friends to listen to one of your favourite bands and you say, yeah, but don't listen to the album, you've got to see them live. Well, as a producer, you know you've done your job. Punk, pop punk, gablaxbio, whatever you want to call it. It has its own challenges. How loud are your guitars? Do you need reverb? Is it a rip-off of a Green Day song? There are so many aspects you have to keep into the forefront of your mind when recording punk music. I mean, luckily, this wasn't a rip-off of another song. It was wholly original. I don't think anyone had written a song using a G chord before. It was originally a love song. But as a producer, I was like, what if it was about farts? And they were pretty keen. That's the role of a producer, you see. You hear a song, you make suggestions to change it, to really get down to what the artist's true voice is. Back then, of course, it was just a song on solo piano. This is a career move that I don't need to break. This is a long bus ride I can't afford to take. This is a large enough note, too big to break. This is the fart earthquake. And I said, why don't you get some guitars, some drums, put a bass in there, change singers, get rid of the piano, and instead use these chords, which I stole from a Green Day song. And they were pretty keen. And I thought, maybe it's just too obvious that it's about farts. And I said, hey, maybe don't say the word fart until the end. So it's like a reveal. And they were pretty keen. Build the tension up like Hitchcock, I said. Make people think it's about friendship or the French or something. And then at the end, say fart. And it's going to be so mind blowing. This is the 
Originally, the album was called Simplicity Might Suggest, but I said, hey, what if it was called My Anus? One word. They asked what it meant, and I said it didn't mean anything, and they were pretty keen. (laughs) Working with them was great. They took on board so many ideas. (laughs) Don't take my word for it. You should ask them. Once we finished recording the album, I could barely contain myself. I I couldn't wait to show my anus to the world. It's very optimistic. You know, there's some darker material in my anus, of course, but there's still a light at the end of the tunnel. There was a hole that needed to be filled. We put so much into my anus, it almost ran me into the ground. We had to be careful. You can't just pound harder and louder when you're dealing with my anus. You have to be more delicate with your approach. <laughs> just, it just never got old. And now, here's the fart earthquake.
Obscure Music History is produced by Tom Hogan. All songs from this podcast are available on Spotify and iTunes. You can subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. And for more information, visit obscuremusichistory.com.